0: Hey, Doc, before today's episode, I have an important announcement for you. Have you been told that maybe if you can just cut down your spending, save more money, and pay off debt, then you will be able to have freedom? Well, I'm sorry to tell you, but that's not the complete truth. Over the last couple of years, I've had the pleasure of learning from badass women physicians and women outside of the physician communities that are living a life of freedom. And what I've found is that How they live their life and how they think about money is so different than how most of us have been taught. Incorporating this stuff has literally changed my life and the women physicians that I have an honor of serving. So I would love to invite you to an upcoming webinar that I have coming up for you. I want to share with you seven ways that women physicians that are living a life of financial freedom think differently than most. That way, you can also incorporate some other stuff and accelerate your own journey to freedom and wealth. Love you so much. Check out the link in the show note, and I look forward to seeing you at the upcoming training. Enjoy this episode. Welcome, guys. How are you doing today? Welcome to another episode with me, How was everything going? How's life going? Summer is almost over. How was your summer? I hope you took some time to breathe a little bit more than your normal. Um, I can't believe summer is over. It kind of went by really quickly for us this year. We had a, a lot of stuff going on in life which I'm very grateful for, and I'm grateful for all the tools that I have that's been just a blessing in this season of life. And I hope that you've been listening to all the amazing stuff we have going on here on the podcast, because my goal is that you, my darling woman physician, will be that true badass that you are. (laughs) I know, I'm pretty silly like that. But hey, that's what happens when you're having a lot of fun on your podcast, talking to your people. Yes, you are my people. If you didn't know that, now you know. You aren't people. So if you're listening to me for the first time, sorry, it's a crazy show. This is where we literally hang out by the fire with a glass of wine or a cup of coffee or tea or water or I don't know, kombucha. That's, oh, by the way, yeah, talking about kombucha. So here's the deal. <laughs> I pride myself on not being someone that goes with the crowd. I know, I'm like, I don't grow with the crowd. I don't go, not grow, <laughs> I don't go with the crowd. I make my own decisions. I try to be intentional about the way that I live my life. It's definitely not perfect. It's progress. Um, And one thing is that I always tell myself, if everyone is doing something, doesn't mean that I have to do it. I look at it, evaluate it, see if there's any, you know, merit to it, which is why I haven't invested in cryptocurrency or any other sort of shiny objects. Because one, I don't need it. But number two, because I do try to be objective and not Go with the crowd because you know that FOMO energy (laughs) be costing people time, money, resources, and joy. And I'm not all about that life. So, anyway, so kombucha is something that has been around for a while now, and. I, I've tried it. In fact, I went to, you know, pre-COVID, that was like 2019. I went to, went to a restaurant to hang out with some friends. And I remember I, they had like kombucha on tap. Wouldn't you like, you know how you have like beer on tap? I had them like, oh man, this stuff was like refreshing. It was delicious. It rem- reminded me of a local wine that They make in Nigeria called palm wine. It's made from like palm trees, I think. Yeah, I think so. Hence the name palm wine, I think. Maybe I should go do my homework on that. But anyway, palm wine is like this deliciously fermented local drink that's just delicious. And kombucha reminded me of that. And then in like 2019, 2020, people went crazy with kombucha. And I'm like, well, I haven't had the space or taken the time or energy to like be objective about my thoughts about kombucha so I wasn't all up in that kombucha life for a long time and then recently I saw some guy that was like drinking it I think it like he quit drinking wine or something I think it was um, Brandon a uh, coach like a marketing coach or content creation coach or something. Yes, content creation, not something like that. But anyways, that's what he does. So he was drinking kombucha because he had stopped drinking wine, and he was talking about how it had actually helped him as a replacement that he felt like he wanted because he said he, you know, liked having like a non-water, non-soda drink. And then after that, I went to my favorite store Costco and I happened to kombucha and it was on sale. So I'm like, you know what? Let me try it out. And it actually is pretty delicious and refreshing. So that right there is uh, unplanned conversation about kombucha so how did I how did I get how did I get to kombucha okay I was talking about drinks yeah so grab your kombucha your water your juice whatever it is your wine or coffee just like me and this is where we hang out and talk about all things money mindset to help us create that rich life that you and I deserve So anyways, the reason why we're talking today is I wanted to chat with you guys about scarcity because scarcity and scars. So what do I mean by scarcity? So you may have heard that word thrown around a lot and you're like, well, I don't know what you mean by scarcity. So scarcity is a thought that is based on the fact that things are finite, right? And you may be listening and you're like, of course, things are finite. I want you to listen to this episode with a very, very open mind. Because ultimately, as you know, sometimes we're so stuck in our ways. We're stuck on the ways that we've heard things talked about over and over again, that our reflex is to resist anything that's not what we're used to. So this is one of those things that may be one of those things that you may not be used to. And the other thing that people talk about is, well, I have evidence to prove that this thing really is finite and not infinite. The point is not to think about what is right or wrong. The point is to ask yourself, how is this helping or hurting you? Is this helping you achieve what you want to achieve? Or is this preventing you from achieving what you want to achieve? So when I talk about things that are finite or not, yes, people at the very different ends of the spectrum will have evidence for what they think or believe, right? You could say time is finite or versus not. And that's one that I actually struggled about for a long time and I continue to work on is this idea that yes, we'll have 24 hours in our day, right? And you may say, well, I don't have time. But the question is, do you really not have time? And when you think I don't have time, how does that show up in your life? So versus when you think you have as much time as you need and you just get to choose how you spend that time or not. How does that show up in your life? So when I talk about scarcity, that's what I mean. And the same idea applies for time, applies in relationship, applies in money. And since we hear about creating rich life, right, which has to do with money, time, relationship, and all those other stuff, scarcity is huge. So when I go to a lot of money spaces, and you may have noticed that as well, or if you haven't noticed it, you may start to when you listen to this episode, you listen with an open mind, and then you go back into those spaces. I see a lot of scarcity and it shows up in different ways. Okay, So scarcity can show up in how you spend money. When you're like, well, I don't have money look about, look at the energy that that can sometimes create. Yes, you may have a certain amount of money in your bank account. Maybe you have $10,000. You're like, that's how much I'm earning right now, this moment in this income, in this cycle that's coming in. And you're like, well, I don't have money, right? There is a very different energy between I don't have money versus I'm choosing not to do this because it's not important to me and it's not how I'm choosing to Enjoy the value in life that I'm creating. So, if I went something, a purse, I don't really care about purses. It's just not my thing. If it's your thing, then good for you. It's just not my thing. I carry them, but yeah, it doesn't give me joy. Yeah, whatever, right? So, um, a purse is one of them. If I see a purse that's like super fancy and it's maybe a thousand dollars, some people may say a thousand dollars is a lot. Some people may go, uh, that's nothing, right? But there is an element of scarcity when I think I don't have money for that purse, right? But when I think, well, I could create the money for that purse, but this is not how I want to spend my money. That decision is not based on scarcity. That decision is based on abundance, but there's an energy behind what one is like, constraining and constricting and the other one is more well like that intentionality that purpose of this is not how I want to spend my time if purses do give me joy I could spend money on a purse I could say I want to spend that thousand dollars for example on a purse if that gave me joy but maybe taking a vacation doesn't give me joy and that's not how I want to spend my money so I want us to start thinking about it's very very subtle but that Mild subtlety can be the difference between you really hanging out, chilling, feeling well, and feeling rich in abundance and the infinite potential that you can have in life versus that constraining, constricting constricting energy. Right? So, scarcity can definitely show up in how we spend money. Underspending money is given. Scarcity is feeling like I have been cheated in how I'm spending this money. Right, and I've seen that come up in how much people look like crazy for discounts. I know nothing wrong with discounts. I I mean, listen, one of the my favorite places to go shopping is like I end you know stores where they sell second hand clothes. I love those. If it's you feel fabulous in it, if it looks fabulous, why the heck not? Right, whatever to each their own. But the reason why I'm saying this is but when you find that looking for that 50 cents price difference that may take you a drive, that may take you time to go find, right? That's gonna spend the time that you already think is not enough because you'd like, if I don't get the best deal to the point zero zero five degree in dollars a cents, I feel cheated. Feeling that element of cheating or being cheated on or whatever, you get what I'm trying to say, can also be based on scarcity. Because what I tell people is this, the way the world works is you get money from the sources that you have, and you spend money into the sources that you spend it on, right? When you spend, you are being the source of someone else's abundance. Yes, I'm going to repeat that. You are being the source of someone else's abundance, I'm not saying that you should spend every single penny that you have in every single space, right? But when you're intentional about how you spend money, you're like, okay, I'm choosing to be the source of abundance for this company because how I spend is how they make money. And then money becomes a source that flows through you and I, not something that we hoard because we think we're never going to get. And I'm a huge fan of the fact that the more I spend, the more I have. I know. So crazy, right? The more I spend, the more I have. Because when I spend, I spend on things that add value. I spend on assets and not liability mostly, right? I spend, I give it to people and I'm the source of someone else's abundance in that way. And the law of the world is the more you give, the more you receive. It's just the law. That's just it. I'm a firm believer The years that I spend the most are the years that my net worth grows the most, I'm telling you. And if you don't believe me, I want you to try it out. Spend on assets, be the source of someone else's abundance and pay yourself first. Those are so important, right? But when you pay yourself first and you're buying more assets, you're buying things that bring money into your pocket, you will be spending more, but it's going to bring more money back to you because I believe that money likes friends. The more you give, the more you pour it out into the world, it's gonna come back to you. It's gonna gather its friends, its cousins, its brothers and sisters, and they're gonna come back into your pocket. I promise you, if you look for the most generous people, The only reason why they may not get back is maybe they're not paying themselves first or they're not buying assets. But if you follow that rule, I promise you, your net worth will grow. It's just it. I teach this to the people in my coaching program all the time. I teach it to myself, to my family, to my friends, because I truly believe that the more I give, the more that you will get and the more the world gets. And that is how we get money into the hands of amazing people that are going to use it for good. Are you with me so far? So I want you to just be aware of this whole thing about scarcity and how that can show up in how you spend. Talking about spending still is when it comes to where you invest that money. I have people say things like, well, I don't wanna spend money on this. I don't wanna spend money on coaching. And you guys know already that I spend money on coaching because I believe that when I spend on assets, which coaching is an investment, it brings money and life back to me. I will make more money and I will live an even richer life. So when people are like, well, I don't want to spend money on that. It's almost that you're assuming that you are not going to have more money. But if you believed that what you're spending money on, if you knew that what you're spending money on was going to bring more back to you, that is abundance. That is breathable. That is creating money that goes and comes back to you. Does that make sense? So, I want you to start thinking about that like that in terms of how I spend money can be based on scarcity. How I give money can be based on scarcity, right? If you're giving a tip, I don't care how much money you give, and I know we can have a whole conversation about why are tips expected or not expected. I'm not telling you what to do, but I want you to ask yourself is it based on scarcity or is it based on abundance, which is the opposite of scarcity? Are you hoarding? Are you being the source of someone else's abundance, right? Who will become someone else's abundance? Who will become the source of someone else's? And that is how we create the pipeline of wealth where it's different from the old school people hoarding money and not giving it. But it's now what we are creating here, this money revolution we're creating on how we can truly be a world that is changed, of badass women physicians that are not just having money for themselves, but we're creating this domino effect where we all get to create the kind of life and the environment that we want. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I know this may be one of those that you need to listen to a couple of times so you can truly get everything that I'm saying. But as always, you have to have an open mind and personal finance is personal. There's no one size fits all. You get to choose how you think about this. You get to choose what other areas of your life you're gonna apply those concepts to. Scarcity in your relationship, in how you invest. Do you think that there's only one way to invest? and you cannot get it wrong because God forbid I mess up this one investment. I'm never ever gonna have money to invest again that is scarcity. I can literally write a textbook about scarcity because it shows up in so many sneaky ways. Because if you truly believe that you can have money to invest, and if this one investment is just one, right, you know that you're going to have more money to invest again. You may be asking me, how do I think I'm going to have money? Because you will have more money. Look at your past. Have you only gotten one income, like one paycheck ever? Like, look at your past. Have you only made one paycheck in a year? No, you get money, money will come. You just get to make a decision about how you want to spend it. So I encourage you to go into the world and create abundance, no more scarcity. Be aware and find ways that you're going to infuse this so that you, my dear woman physician, can again create the rich life that you want and deserve. That's all I got for you today. Help. I hope you have a fabulous rest of the week. Have a fantastic drive. Have a good weekend, depending on whenever you listen to this episode. And as always, it's your coach, Money MD. Have a fabulous rest of the week. Bye-bye. If you've loved listening to this episode, be sure to leave us a review. You know that I love to hear from you. And who knows, you may get a shout out in the next recording. And also be sure to subscribe and share with those that are in your community. Because when you grow, we all grow together you